Hey fam, welcome back to the Sky Lila podcast. It is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023 in London, England, United Kingdom, 3.46pm. Happy afternoon, good morning, good evening, and good night wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having the absolute best day of your life. So it's been a hot minute. I've been here for three weeks. It's been fantastic. I love my life. I always love my life. That's one thing that I wanted to mention. I know I talk about it all the time, but your happiness truly is just a decision. All you have to do is decide. You wake up and you decide. Or what helps the night before, you just decide that you're happy all the time. I mean, sometimes you're not and it's good to feel that. Perhaps I'm a little too snap out of it if I'm feeling emotions that (laughs) I don't want to feel. It's not that I don't feel, but I might just decide to feel better because I do think we're completely in control of our emotions. I'm allowing myself to feel other emotions now, but I decide how long I'm going to allow myself to feel them. You know what I mean? It's like, don't drag it out. There's just no need. So a lot's happened. Um, One thing that I've been very aware of lately is surrendering I've never really okay I'm Jewish we know that but I've never really been super religious I'm more spiritual but lately since before I've left about a month ago maybe two months now I've just been surrendering everything within me around me life, my path, all of that to the higher powers, to God. I have had a few chats with God and it's been great. And I've given I've given my path to the gods because I saw maybe I did mention this in the previous podcast, but I saw so many paths for myself and they all seemed amazing. And I'm like I would be happy doing any of it and all of it because whatever I do wherever I am is exactly where I'm meant to be. But it was challenging to decide, and I thought, okay, you know what? The universe knows better for myself. I might have a biased perspective or mind, and one of my strengths is that I've always had a vision. I've always had such a clear vision, or at least I make time to create such a clear vision, which gives me drive in order to follow through with it. But perhaps I am pushing in a direction that is limiting. So I just surrendered everything, and I was like, gods and guides please like I I give you my sort of willpower almost and like just point me in the right direction and I will love that whatever it is and so here I am in London all is well in the world and I feel like for somebody who's such a high achiever or if you're anxious or whatever it is there's so much power in surrendering your choices and just trusting that where you are is exactly where you're meant to be and what you're doing is exactly what you're meant to do. I do think there's still a level of deciding and moving forward in a direction, but I also think to be flexible, sort of like water, it can flow or it can crash. Firstly, be like water, you know, wherever you are, just flow with it. And detach from your experiences. That has helped me have 
so much more peace in the present moment because I'm no longer pushing for such a specific vision of my life. I'm simply accepting sort of where I'm flowing. I'm still guiding myself and I'm allowing the gods to guide me. But I'm detaching from experiences so that they're neither good or bad, but they simply just are and embracing every single moment of like, oh, okay, didn't quite see myself here or in a specific situation, but like, we're going to enjoy it and see what we can learn from it or how can I be grateful or what is it that I need to learn from this experience. So see your path and then detach from it and just allow yourself to flow it's so freeing. It's invigorating. Honestly, you're like, whoa, what an adventure. Life is such an adventure. We're here to play. So play the game. Like, play the game. Whatever you want. Don't just settle for it. Like, what's the extreme? What's the you know, first class ticket of your life and then just be in the flow of that. I will also mention that everyone will give you advice, which is great. But it's your choice to take it or leave it. Be mindful of accepting other people's opinions as your own. For example, one recently that came up was somebody had said oh it's hard to make friends in London I thought well interesting I've never had a challenge making friends if anything (laughs) I make so many friends that this little introvert actually can't keep up like it's too much to handle because I like being alone so much like I genuinely need to be alone so often so my expectations of making friends is is never I guess that it's hard to make friends because I feel like I genuinely do make friends quite easily and then it's just hard to for me to maintain like giving my 100% to all of my friends I don't want to say I'm not looking to make friends because I always am but I have more of an organic perspective towards making friends I'm never like oh my god I need to make a friend it's We'll find a gym, CrossFit, I'll meet a whole community in that area, you know, yoga community. Whatever job I start here, I'll make friends with all my coworkers. Like there's so many different places to make friends that I think perhaps people who struggle making friends is because, you know, when you're striving for something, it's almost like dating. You know how they say, oh, the person will come when you're, you're not expecting it. It's like, that's how I feel for friends. I'm not really, I do think you do have to make an effort, you know, ask somebody to go for coffee if you want. But when you step back and just allow yourself to be yourself and you're authentic in your flow, shine your own light, like do what serves you because you will attract your tribe that way. And maybe I've been doing that for so long now that I've simply attracted people who I want to attract because I do so many things alone. And then, like the other day, I went for a run and I went to the little outdoor gym, you know, the bars. And I made a, a nice friend. The man was super kind. I always make friends. 
at these outdoor gyms because I think they're always a little shocked that this like little girl is flipping around and is actually decently strong. Um, mind you, they're often men, but still, <laughs> there's always a way. I also have the perspective that I'm not trying to make a million friends. If I make one good friend, that's a huge accomplishment. All you need is one good friend. Even I was speaking to my my mom last night and she was laughing because she was just talking about my history with friends and how, you know, kindergarten it was Natasha and grade two it was Sam and then grade four it was Carly and then grade five I had two friends and it was a big deal, cat and fray, like, because I usually, I usually just sort of have one good friend at a time because I like to give 150% effort into my friendships. Um, and it's quite draining for me, like giving a little bit to so many people. So I'm quite isolated, honestly. We already know that. Like, the majority of my friends at home are my sister's friends because it's kind of like I'm here, but I'm not here. But, like, you guys don't mind if I leave, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I was laughing about that because I also believe that my perspective about friendships is that I'm never alone. Like even right now, I'm alone in Frey's and Jan's home, but I'm not really alone. Like There's animals outside. I also have been entertaining the idea that everything has a soul, even inanimate objects. And that's been really fun. I read a book what it's called I briefly read it I didn't finish it it was at home basically about souls and that everything has a soul um and it's so nice to have that thought because you feel so connected to wherever you are whatever you're doing i.e my car for sure has a soul I love that thing so much I genuinely miss her it was one of the hardest things that I had to leave because I know the rest is like my family, which obviously I'll miss them and I do miss them, but they can come to me. My car, I'm, you know, letting go of. Like that's, it's going to be gone. It's like I'm grieving my little baby tea. But that's because she shows so much to me and empowers me because it was like, okay, I had this idea. I wanted a Tesla. I got it. Mind you, I paid for it, but like still, more it's more in the oh I had I had a goal I achieved it that's so funny you know it's, I only had it for three years all my goals I worked so hard to achieve them and then pretty much immediately I'm like okay ready for the next in my apartment downtown Vancouver it was perfection I had the best roommates the best apartment the best room the best view everything was perfect and I had I swear I had manifested exactly that not quite living with two guys but that was better than I could have imagined like we just had the best time I got so lucky with those two guys and slash three because there was a little switcheroo but I didn't even I wasn't even there for a year like just under a year because then new opportunities came up I'm like okay done this let's move on now I'm on to traveling the world now I'm on a mission to hit 22 more countries basically in the next two and a half years Maybe three years before I'm 30. So I've got three years. But time's a ticket. 
once I do that, then I'll probably be on to a family. Woohoo! I'm a couple of babies. Anyways. <sighs> it's good to have some deep exhales. Open your mouth, pull your shoulders up, and just let it all go. Let all your expectations go. Have them, but then let them go. You know, it's like study for an exam and then just let it all go and trust that you know the answers. Because you do. All the answers are within you. So many times everyone searches for answers outside of themselves. But the answers are free and they're inside of us. Like all you have to do is just take the time to go inwards and ask. You do have to ask. And there's so much power in sharing I believe we should be selfless in our experiences because I almost find the most uncomfortable thing about experiencing something is not necessarily the trauma or pain that it causes you. It's the sharing of it. That is the most difficult part. You could save a life by sharing your experiences. I find it's almost... Okay, there's been a bit of a transition. At the beginning, it was hard to talk about grief and loss, which is why I knew that I had to talk about it because I couldn't let that control me. I had to control it. I had to kind of like reel it in, you know, and make it work for me. If something is holding me back, that means I I have to, like, it was actually kind of a goal when I could talk about Alexanne's death and not cry. I thought, woohoo, we're making progress. All right, like, I am making progress. I want to be able to be so confident, so talk about it so confidently and share my learning experiences so that I can help other people through grief and loss, which is really interesting how much it's changed my life. Just, you know, the direction or, or what I've, overcome and how my say podcasts or traveling always turns into sort of a learning lesson because it's true like I do think about her a lot and I think about how grateful and beautiful life is and how nice it is that I'm alive and I get to experience these things but sometimes it can be bittersweet when something is so extraordinary say my friend just got engaged there's always this bittersweet perspective towards it of like, wow, I'm so grateful to have this experience. Um, and then there's a part of me that's like, oh, too bad she won't ever get to experience that or like life's kind of done. Which then brings me to contemplate dimensions because the other night I had a dream. She was so real, you guys. It was outrageous we, we were like her her friend we were in bed sleeping and Al was just sort of like laying on both of us and I was like wow and I in real life I had been turned to the side and that's sort of how I was in my dream so then I started to move angles so that I could hug her more and it was so it was so real it was surreal 
And and as I turned in my dream, well, I guess I also turned in real life and that kind of woke me up and I was like, no, 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 go back to the dream. But then that made me entertain the thought of like, we were in the same room in the dream and in real life. And I thought, you know, I wonder if she's here just on another plane. Because I feel like when I was sleeping, I was in a, just a slightly different dimension and it was there. And then I sort of woke up back to my consciousness and then I'm still in the same spot physically, but just in a different dimension. That's a whole nother topic to get into because I need to explore it a little bit more. Just dimensions, you know, it's so cool. Alternate universes or parallel universes. I've listened to some books, but I don't know enough to like keep going on about it. Anyways, going back to sharing your experiences, even if it's not that intense, or it's just something completely different other than grief and loss, and even if it's great news, have the courage to share great news. I find that a lot of people these days, or some do, maybe maybe it's just me that I'm a little cautious of sharing happy experiences because I don't want to provoke envy or discomfort in people you know it's almost like in a way to protect them but I also think like say for my family we truly are a very happy family and my parents did a phenomenal job raising kids to become best friends and they put so much bloody work into it you guys I swear it was amazing and I'm so grateful for them Sometimes I sort of feel bad because so many people are separated or just have a horrible family experience. But then I I try to shift my experience and think, well, don't let the fear of judgment or making people uncomfortable hold you back from sharing this. Because also, it's it could it could work as a you know vision or a goal for certain people. Like say for my parents, they did not grow up with the the family and the life that that I grew up with but they had a vision and they created that so I do like to share my happy little family because I know some people are like wow that's what I want to create for my kids and I'm like you can do it you just have to do it it's definitely time and effort and it's a lot of it's so much more work to try to make your kids like my parents used to make us stand at the top of the staircase if we had a fight Oh man, we hated it. We'd be turned around so a little grumpy, like grunting away. And they'd be like, okay, now hug. Like, say you're sorry. And we'd both have, both have to apologize. And then hug and kiss and make up. But the physical contact of forcing like your children to hug each other was just an immediate release of like, okay, it doesn't really matter anymore. Want to have a sleepover in your room or my room? And so little things like that, you can life hack the system. But it is effort, like it is effort to have a challenging conversation. And I think that's probably why I'm fairly good at them. Is because my mom had such a challenging time speaking up. Because she definitely dealt with verbal abuse and just alcoholic parents. And she was taught to shut her mouth and listen so we were taught to open your mouths and speak up because she was like I don't want you guys to be like me and have such a difficult time speaking up but that was a, a specific objective that she wanted us to have so I feel like that's why I'm so strong 
in that aspect. But I will tell you, it never gets easier. Like Sometimes in difficult conversations or in work, I'm often the one to have the challenging conversations or just give feedback or receive feedback or whatever it is. And it, I'm still shaking in my space boots. Like it's not easy. It's not like I take pride in having difficult conversations. It's like, okay, this is necessary and it will result in a better outcome if both parties are open and vulnerable and have space to share, non-judgment space to share. But you still have to step up to the plate and say the words. But that's one thing where you just got to do it. Maybe it does get easier with practice because everything gets easier with practice. But you do have to force yourself for a bloody long time. That's why acting helps. I think everybody should take acting classes even if you don't want to be an actor. It's not about becoming someone else. It's about learning to work with your body and shift your energy to different areas of your body to find strength in whatever you're trying to achieve. Like, if I'm having a challenging conversation, I'll ground my feet, shoulders back, deep inhale and exhale, and I'll bring my consciousness and my breath to my low belly, to my sacral chakra and root chakra, to, so I can feel grounded with the earth's energy. And even in the gym, too, like, that's what I do. I will pull energy from the earth and the heavens which is probably what makes me look insane at the gym because I'm like, okay, I am kind of like surrendering my body here right now. I'm going to pull energy from the ground up and the sky down and and use the universe's energy in my exercise so that it's unlimited. So I'm not limited to just my physical body and the energy that I have within me. I like, <laughs> honestly, working out is like a spiritual practice for me so funny now that I'm saying it out loud I will pull energy and visualize this sort of like portal from my feet down to the center of the earth that like you know super hot center that just keeps the gift that keeps on giving and then I will either sprint or I will lift or I will do whatever strength exercise I need to do and bring power and I do feel so freaking powerful it's extraordinary so that's the recap for life a day in the life of Sky and her entertaining thoughts and that you should feel empowered to do whatever you love and empowered to love whoever you love and empowered to say no to ideas or opinions that you do not agree with. There are so many people on the planet that you will find your tribe and also be conscious of who is not your tribe. You don't have to be best friends with everyone. Don't force yourself into a round hole if you're a square. Be a bloody square. It's fun. I'm like a puzzle piece that's not defined because sometimes you just never know about this girl. And I own it. I love being me. And I know me. And it's so much easier to live my genuine, authentic self because I'm confident in who I am. And I can say no to people. And I can say yes to people. 
and I can take a step back and choose to reflect on a situation to my best abilities of trying to not, just no judgment, and then sort of decide what to take and decide what to leave. I'm saying that to give you permission to be yourself because you absolutely deserve it and the world needs you, yourself, not any other version of you that you might pretend to be to please somebody else. It needs your authentic self. So bless your soul. Peace, love, and happiness. Have the best day of your life. Decide to have the best day of your life. Every waking and sleeping and I was going to say, what's the part when you're you know when you're dreaming but you're not fully dreaming like you're kind of awake i don't know why i'm forgetting that right now oh a lucid dream i had that last night okay anyways you get it love you see you soon babe Mwah.